Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, he is the head coach of the Sandpipers of Nevada, uh, based in Las Vegas, the club team that just put three, count them, one, two, three women onto the 2021 Olympic team. He is joining us from Hawaii, where he is, is taking part in the 2021 Olympic training camp. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting down with Ron Aiken. Thank you. thank you for joining us ron i'm i'm super stoked to to talk to you for a while and pick your brain about all kinds of things, but we will start with the here and now, um, which for you is in Hawaii. You're, you, you got to go to the 2021 Olympic training camp, um, to help, to help your girls get ready and, and to help everyone get ready. Really. Um, can you, can you take me through that experience so far? You, we talked a little bit and you said it's been a whole new experience and a whole new learning process for you. It, it definitely is. I mean, you're, I mean, as, as far as a, a coach and, a, and a, being at a camp at, at this level with all these, you know, super talented athletes and everyone has a way that they do things, you know, it's like Chase Kalish is doing his stuff. And then you've, you know, you've got uh, Simone Emanuel doing hers, um, Kayla Decky doing what, what she's doing. And then as a coach where you, you just always are assuming they're doing certain things and, until you actually see them training and see the type of training they're doing. And then you're trying to figure out how to, you know, get your athletes in and, and try to be part of the team and everybody try to come together and train together and, and make those workouts work with everyone. Um, it's a very interesting process. And um, you know, it's just, you learn a lot about how different everyone is. And, you know, for me, I've, I've got my three athletes and we're so used to doing, they all pretty much do the same thing together. I mean, even though Bella Sims is someone at 800 free relay for, and she's someone at 200 free, uh, she's still training and doing the same workouts that Erica Sullivan's doing, you know, and then Katie Grimes is doing the 800 free, but she's still doing the same thing. And, uh, and then you just look at the variety across, you know, 50 athletes, and you're like, wow, I mean, how do we fit all of this in and make it work? But we, we've been able to do it. Um, I know it's, my goal was to, to kind of keep them, doing what they normally do so they can feel, uh, you know, normalized and, and still doing what got them there. You know, it's like, you know, their training got them to the Olympic team and we don't want to change too much of that just because uh, all of a sudden you, you know, you feel like you have to do what Katie Ledecky's doing, or you feel like you have to do uh, what the other teammates are doing to uh, be part of the team. Um, Cause you just don't want to give up your normal routine to, to make it there. So you don't want to change anything. And that's, that's been the, the, uh, the camp mantra basically is all the coaches are, are trying to reassure, reassure everyone, you know, don't change what you did at home, continue to do what you're doing at home to, you know, improve on it and become better at the games. And so everybody's been kind of doing that, but we also want to have the team atmosphere and, you know, get them in there with the other kids. And, uh, and that's when they're the most happiest is when they're able to train with everyone in the team. So we're doing the best we can to make sure that happens too, but it's, it's working out really well. Um, I, I love being on deck with all these coaches. I think it's, uh, 
it's a, it's a great experience for anyone in my my position to be able to, you know, really get to know these coaches and, and what they've been doing and what they've learned, you know, because they're, they're veterans out here. And uh, I have to look at it like, like that. It's like, you know, they got some serious talent they've worked with over the years and seeing how they're handling and managing everybody. And it's very similar to, to what we go through at home, you know, on our club teams. It's just being like, wow, that happens here too. <laughs> So it's like, oh, like, okay, you know, it's, you know, it's not just club kids. It's, you know, it's everyone that the way they're acting in the pool and how they get tired and their responses from one hard practice to the next and things like that. So it's been good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, just first of all, I, I would like to ask, you mentioned that uh, Bella, Erica and Katie are, are doing similar practices or the same practices do they also practice with other others? Do they do the same workouts as other teammates on some days or all days? The Olympic teammates are referring to? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've been able to break them up differently. Like I had Erica go with uh, some of the open water crew. Uh, and then I've had uh, Bella go in with, uh, with Bob a few times. And, and that was good. Um, and Katie's, Katie's gone home with Bob a few times and then we did a, a workout with Greg Meehan. Um, and those are all good experiences for them to kind of get in there with those girls. Um, so we've, we've moved them around to different, different, uh, different coaches. Bella and Katie really haven't separated too much. I don't, I don't know if, uh, if that's just because they didn't want to separate from each other. Um, but ideally you want to kind of get each one of them into you know, a different group at, at a different time. And, and that's what we're kind of working on too right now. But yeah. How much autonomy do they have in terms of them picking the workout versus, you know, you being their coach and being there, you saying, okay, this is what you're going to do today. That's, I'm mainly directing that, 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 that conversation as like, Hey, this is what, what's going on at, uh, at Nesty's practice. And this is what's going on with the open water crew. And, you know, I think this is a good fit for you today. Uh, let's go, let's go over here and let's join this group and, and see how that goes with you. Um, I've, I've been in a position with the, you know, them that's still at their age, they, uh, they tend to pick the wrong things. So usually <laughs> when you're like, when you leave it up to them, you're like, Oh, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, no, not a good idea. <laughs> go over here. So it's <laughs> like, it's like, uh, they're making the decision based on like, Oh, I want to be with them. They're cool. And it's like, it's the workout that you're looking for. It's not this, the, it's like, I want to go play with them today. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to direct them as far as this is what's good for you. And, and uh, it's a good practice and it kind of fits all the checks, all the boxes and what you need to do for the next day. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I've kind of like other junior teams and, 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 you know, national open water camps and stuff like that. I've kind of seen that where, you know, I've given them those choices and it just really hasn't been the, the right choice. It's usually the one that's not beneficial for them. So I'm trying to, at least in this setting, want to guide them the right way. Um, the other ones, you can kind of take a little risk and say, Hey, you know, what'd you think about that? Like, I don't think at this point, trying to get them to the Olympic games and still get faster. Um, it is kind of like, I got to kind of help that process a little bit, not let, let them make a mistake. So yeah, sure thing. Have have you seen anything from them in workout that has maybe surprised you a little bit over this last week and a half or so? Not a surprise. Um, well, actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> so 
we did uh we did a 1500 for time and it was kind of interesting because uh we had uh it was friday last week friday or thursday it was I don't know, sat, no, it was Saturday, it was Saturday afternoon because no one else doubled on Saturday but us. Um, we're the only ones that went to the pool to, to practice and, and the, the whole team really kind of knew that they were going to go 1,500 for time that night. And um, a few of the coaches came and, and helped out, but they all went lifetime best personal practice times in that, in that, in that setting, all three of them. Um, Bella... And all three of them were under the, the Olympic trials cut. Yeah, in practice from a push, and they were uh, they weren't in tech suits; they were in regular practice suits. And we had done uh, this is where people are like, well, why is Ron doing so much? But he was. He, they went seventy thousand yards that week, and it was at the end of the week of seventy thousand yards, and they all still hit their personal best practice times. It was amazing because you had. Bella went like a 1644. Uh, Katie went a 1638, and Erica went a 1622. And it was just, they were just like clockwork. Each their their splits were right on. They were just moving. They didn't have any kind of fade or drop off. Um, I sent them off staggered. I had uh, Bella was 20 seconds ahead of Katie, and then Katie was 20 seconds ahead of uh, uh, Erica, and so. Erica had to chase Katie, Katie had just chased Bella, and it just kind of like worked its way all the way through. And they just were, it was, it was a happy night for, for everybody. Um, they were totally excited to see that they were still able to do that even after the trials. And then, you know, after a workload that we put in last week, and then of course they're finishing it up a little bit this week, we kind of, today, yesterday was our last heavy day. And now they're kind of going in and getting getting ready to like sharpen their toolbox, uh, going into Tokyo and, and take a little bit of that, that workload off and, and start swimming a little bit faster. But they were pretty happy with themselves. It was good. So I have to ask, why mm-hmm. why seventy k and finish that with a mile at the end? Of right. The so it's just it's some of the things that we do. Like uh, the program will rotate uh, a mile for time or eight hundred for time. And that would go like a four, not four, not four, not even four. Right? Six weeks would probably be the earliest they see it again, or eight weeks at the longest, depending upon breaks and like swim meets or something like that. So it's always just little benchmarks along the way to see if we're still getting better. Um, the 70 K is, is, uh, is something that uh, we've been testing um, from one meet to the next over the last three years, especially with Erica, she would go to a meet in December um, and then she would see how fast she can swim in January. And we kind of had that drop that the taper into December and then have to pick it back up and still some just as faster, faster going into January. Um, and so it's, it's about 10 to 20% below their, their max, uh, from what they did at their peak season. And that seems to work with like Bob and Michael, um, did, uh, about 30% kind of played around 20% earlier in Michael's career when he was 15, 16 years old. Mm. And then at that 20 to 30% drop below your max seems to be what's able to get them that bounce they need going into the, the next one. That's four to five weeks apart. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. But the end of the week, 1500 is, is just the timing and something that they can 
compared to a past time that they've done it and see improvements without having to go to a swim meet. Um, it could, could have been a 400 free. It could have been something else. I think uh, we're going to suit up Saturday morning for a 400 freestyle for time. And I think they'll do two of them. Uh, they'll go four ones and a 400 free for time. And this, you know, it'll, it'll be at their best times of the season as well. Cause they've never suited up for practice for free. So it'll be another confidence boost of like, this is where I am. Um, and, and just give them the energy that they need and confidence they need to go in and, and still just rip a really good time. So. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah. so that, I mean, I'm trying to visualize getting in 70 K in a week, and uh, obviously it's a training camp. So that, that is kind of the focus, but what is that practice breakdown wise? What it, what is it? What did that look like last week? It was a little tough to get started because our first practice while we were here, um, the whole team kind of practiced together on Monday, but normally we come in on a Monday and, and we'll knock out about 8,000 of that in the first practice. And so I, I had 10 practices throughout the week. I got 10 this week. Um, the average is right around, you know, 7,200 meters to, to, um, actually 7,200 yards to a little bit over, uh, 6,500 meters, uh, per practice. And if I can average about a thousand more earlier in the week on each one of those averaging an 8k practice or 7,500, I'll be able to chip away at the, at the rest of the week. And then those rest of the week practices start to come down to like low 6,000 practice, 6,000 yard practices, 6,000 meter practices. And and it works out to be 70 K. When you can get in, you know, a couple big ones, and then you can kind of bring down the rest of them. It makes it very manageable. So, you know, when you summon a freestyle set, that's 4,000 yards long or, or 3000 yards long, it's, it's and they're and they're doing what they're supposed to. It's not garbage yardage. They're, they're really hitting their paces all the way through. It makes it doable you know, um, and, and able to get all that in and 10 practices was, was, was good. So I, I think we're going to get to this a little earlier than I had planned, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned, you know, you don't want it to be garbage yardage and me, I'm sitting over here. I did 1500 at masters this morning. And I'm like, Holy Moses, 7,000 <laughs> for 10 practices. <laughs> but, 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 you know, you say, they're not doing garbage yardage. They're hitting their paces as they're supposed to. So on any given, on, on any of those practices, um, I'm sure there's a different emphasis on each one, but what, what do you, what are you looking for in a, in a main set, in a, in a freestyle main set, that's 4,000 meters or yards? What is it is you get like, I don't think there's like three different aspects that you're looking for. Um, but it's not the same one each time. So I was having a conversation with one of the coaches yesterday and he's like, you know, why would you do, why are you doing short rest today? Cause we went 4,100s uh, yesterday morning uh, on short rest, but we had kind of throughout the season had done 2,100s all the way up to 60 and then down to 20 going into trials and they all kind of picked their send offs and it'd be short rest. So on that particular aspect, I'm just kind of looking at the, you know, the basic fitness level of like being able to touch and go on a short rest and, you know, confidence of what they can do. Um, and it was, the pool was warm and they're like, wow, that was amazing. They're still able to do that. And they fought through and didn't waver at all. They're holding double O's and one Oh two. And that's what they did. But this week it was about that. 
it was about, you know, holding pace and not crumbling um, because it just started getting fatigued. And so the ability to just sustain all the way through and the 4100s was important this week. Last week on Wednesday, it was more of a very intense, um, here they call it active recovery, you know, and I just, you know, I'm going one moderate, one fast. And it's like, well, that's active recovery. I'm like, okay. You know, I've, <laughs> I've never used those types of terms, whatever. I said, I just want to see 15 150s as fast as they can go in that, what we would Banchek would call blue or purple. And um, they were getting one moderate, one fast. And so they were going 135s, 136s, 137s in 150-meter freestyle swims, you know, maxing their heart rate out and working as hard as they could. So it was a different situation that we were looking at. But there was 15 fast ones and 15 moderate ones, which ended up being 3150s, which is about, you know, 4,500. And so that was – it was a long set. And I think people are like, why do you have to do so many? Um, and that kind of comes back to things that I've seen in the past from, you know, other kids on the program and how they, how those types of sets transferred into what they've become and, and, and how you see, let's say they're going 135s and then all of a sudden I'm seeing 135s in their actual 1500 swims and their 800 swims and they're being able to repeat that. And I really believe in that neurological firing system, just being able to fire it, fire it, fire it, fire it. So when they get up on the blocks, they hit the water and they're just firing right away all the way through. And it's not something strange that they get to after number four of the actual race. And they're like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. I just can't move my arms. I can't move that fast. I'm dropping off my paces. It's like, they are used to just boom, 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 all the way through every single time they race those 800s and 1500s. So that's, that's the two. And the, the third one is, is um, more traditional, which uh, I blame myself for not even like realizing that the Australians were doing it all along, which is like the 3100s on uh, 30 to 20 seconds rest. And I, once I finally worked my way from 2100s to 30, then I heard this podcast about how these guys were doing it 15 years ago. But I, I had seen my age group kids or like, like junior national level kids. We were doing a set of 2100s consistently like once a month. And these boys were averaging 56s. They were just holding 56s. And then we went to junior nationals at Texas A&M. And I had four boys <clears throat> go under 930, no, 920 was like 921 and then I had Logan Hout go under nine minutes he went 858 and we had kind of consistently done that set and those were the splits that they held the ones that they were doing on 20 seconds rest it was like bingo I had three boys boom 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 hitting that time all the way across the board in those in that thousand and then I saw Logan do what he did and I'm like you know what that's that set we do every single time and they exact duplicated those splits I'm like we're we're not letting go of that. And then we didn't do well in the, in the mile or the 1500s. And I'm like, well, what if we did 30? Would they, would that gravitate towards that one? And it did. I'm like, okay, well, let's, we're going to make this part of the playbook and we're going to kind of progress it through the season. And so that's what we do. We rotate those three ways of doing it. 
with the 20 seconds rest, and then you got the active rest, and then you got the short rest. And we kind of move that around in a four week thing. And I don't make it the same every single time. So sometimes it's, it's going to be hundreds. Sometimes it's going to be 200, it'll be 300s. Um, it could be, you know, 75s, 50s, whatever. We try to get it all in that area where they see all kinds of different levels of velocities and, and, and efforts. I mean, someone like Erica, she just like, I got to make her do like 50s like that. It's, it's a nightmare she just doesn't have that that speed to go 50 she needs a little more time to get going and she loves the 200s and the 300s because I, I could do that all day but you make me go a, a higher level of velocity in hundreds and below and and it's like a nightmare for her she gets really frustrated but at bell sims it's like this is awesome you know because she's just got the speed and this is easy for me because i get 75 and i get 20 seconds rest but if i get 300 it's a while till i see my 20 seconds rest so yeah, it's a lot of fun watching them grow through it. So I can imagine, and especially it, it seems like they're three pretty different athletes too, even though they do workouts together and they're, they're doing the same kind of training, which was, was my next question is, you know, obviously you have Erica in the mile, you have Katie kind of in the middle of the eight and then Bella is swimming the four by two relay. So a 200 free. So why have them do all the same why have them do the same practices when when they're swimming such different events um i know you had mentioned you know that's what they've been doing so so it'll it'll be good but um what specifically moving forward will they start to deviate a little bit from each other and and start to specialize their workouts at all but it's, it's as far as like next season or are you talking about like in the next two weeks of the games next what which next two weeks oh the next two weeks yeah i mean i just contemplating as far as like what's the best avenue for especially bella when she's got the 200 um you know katie and erica are pretty close to you know almost the same type of race they got to do it twice um and then uh katie's a little bit further along in the meet so it's like i was talking to to a few of the coaches today i'm like you know erica swims in you know close just a little bit over two weeks from now and then Katie's got like three weeks so she's got a little bit longer and so I think those two can kind of go down the same path because Katie will get a little more rest as the meet goes on and then Erica will have her rest going into that so I think it it caters to that that 800 being later that those two can kind of stay in the same path Uh, with Bella I'm kind of looking for those opportunities of you know being with the relay people that she's going to be with uh, a little more speed work um you know, she's already starting to do the relay exchanges and, and work on stuff like that. So we've moved her to a few other practices where she's just, you know, focusing on that, that 200 free. Um, we do do a set of 3650s and, and Bella did them differently than, than the other two girls did. They, they were holding race pace for, um, for the mile and, and their 800. And then Bella, I had her doing rounds of four. She would go 450s, but every third of the four, she was working on that third 50, you know, getting, you know, accelerating there. And she was, she was going 30, 31 on everything, but that third 50. And then she would go like a 28 and a 29, you know, we had Matt Barbini timing her. And she was, I said, the goal is just to get under 30 because that's where she needs to be. She needs to go some that 200 freestyle, be able to get to that hundred and be able to
you know, under stress, move on a third 50. And she's been doing 28s and she's 28 highs and, and 28 mid and then 29.5, but she just got better and better and better throughout that set. Um, just building her confidence and making sure that she's got that gear. Um, I, she's got nothing to lose, man. She's just, she got one race and it's just like, just safe relay start and just go, you know, and, and have fun and enjoy the moment. And then whatever happens from there happens, you know, if she swims fast enough to get a second swim with that on the, on the, the big relay, that's, that's a tough ask, but you know, hell, 16 years old and she's going to be able to, to, to be part of that relay. And how exciting is that? And it's just like, have fun, you know, swim fast. It's one, two hundred compared to the girl that had 11 qualified in 11 events for the Olympic trials. And now she just gets to focus on one. How beautiful is that? (laughs) That couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. That's a great point. I totally, totally forgot that, that she had qualified in so many events and right yeah, like you said now she now she's just one and done hopefully yep. maybe two but i maybe I loved, yeah. uh, i love the way you crafted that that's so cool that again they were able to do the same workout but they each kind of had their own focus um or at least yep. she did on that one i i i want to ask you a, a personal question about your experience there so far have have you had interactions with different athletes or coaches that stand out to you at all or someone you know you've you've admired for a long time that you've gotten to have a conversation with whether that's an athlete or a coach or someone else i have you know i i knew most of them ahead of time and you know, we had interactions on the pool deck for the coaches and but it's it's now more like a, a personal friendship now um you know i i kind of got into the the coaching walk that's been going on uh, like about five days ago. Um, I still kind of was adjusting early on to the, uh, the time change. So it wasn't getting out of bed as early as these guys were. And uh, finally started getting into the, the walk with uh, Terry McKeever and, and Bob Bowman. Uh, of course, Brent Ackerley, he's in doing that. And Ray Luz, I've known him for a while. Uh, and Greg Troy. And I kind of knew those guys, you know, here and there. But it's really getting to know him so much better on the walk. Uh, and then on deck, you know, getting to know, you know, the coaching styles of everyone else. Um, as far as the athletes, uh, I really had a good time the other day. I, I was working with, with Bob and, and I was uh, taking splits for, for Chase. And he was just, he was just knocking out of the park and he was just right on his times. And I, I, saw, I said, Bob, is this, this guy like always like, like a Timex clock. He's just like hitting the stroke count. He was hitting everything. It's like, He's going, not always, but he's on today. And I'm like, yeah, he's within five one hundredths of a second on my watch every single time. I was like, I'm like, that doesn't happen that often where, you know, someone is just, just descending. He had to descend. Uh, he had to go three fifties breaststroke at, at, you know, at like one pace and then go faster at the next for the next three and then last three, uh, another faster than that. So he was descending round th- rounds of three, three at a time three the same time the next three the same next to the same. and they were just like clockwork just boom 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 just hit them every single time and i'm like i was so impressed um and and i think chase was impressed too because he he asked keenan if i you know if i had a good watch or not but <laughs> and keenan's like no that guy's pretty dogmatic he's pretty like right on what he does and it's like 
He goes, if you said those are times you're doing, those are the times you're doing. Like, you know, like, I don't know why, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was cool um, to to see like Chase do that, and then to watch a few of the other swimmers. I had um, oh gosh, Tori. I had Tori the other day. Um, they were doing a butterfly set and um, working through one of Reagan Reagan Smith sets as well, and and that was kind of cool to to watch those two swim and and listen to Tori and her her um, her reactions to you know the workouts and, and she was letting us know what she's capable of doing and, and swimming. And, and, um, it was really cool working with them and, and watching them progress through their set and how they react to, to their times, you know, and how they react to how they're doing. And, um, they're all pretty much the same and they're all down to business, which is really kind of cool. It's like, yep, yeah, getting the job done and, and swimming their races. But yeah, it's, everyone is, uh, it's been a really good family here. I think everyone's getting along really well and, and supporting each other. And it's really cool to see. Yeah. You mentioned it at some point, and uh, that's the last thing I want to hit on is we hear about Team USA becoming becoming Team USA at this training camp, at the specifically the Olympic training camp every cycle. You've been on junior teams before. Um and I'm sure there's an obvious difference in some regards, but I'm sure I'm guessing you carried some tools with you uh, from those junior trips that you've been on to this Olympic training camp. Uh, can, are there specifics that come to mind um, that just, you know, experience the experience you brought from being in that team environment and that training camp environment um, coming into Hawaii? Yeah, I think it's the the difference is understanding that everyone's you know got something else going on here, and and the training that they all do is different. Um, but trying to get them to to come together as a group at practice as much as possible is is important. Um, but one of the things that's definitely different here is I think, you know, as junior teams and and all the other teams where you're you're trying to get to this moment, right? You're trying to get to the Olympic training camp and you're trying to get to the Olympic Games. Uh, this group, I think once they've gotten here, I think they all understand that they're, they're here to, to, to achieve something and they, and they need each other's help. I think they all understand that, that, uh, you know, the stress and then the efforts to, to manage everything and, and, uh, and work through it. I think that that's part of the, the, what I see is I see more of a very, um, group that's, that's got that family aspect it just looks more like a family it's like they are like so good around each other and and they're willing to help each other unselfishly you know it's it's sometimes you see it as like oh they're just you know they're they're, they're kind of selfishly getting to know you or they're um, not genuine but uh, i think everyone here you know has a vulnerability everyone here um, realizes what it took to get here and there's a relief that they're here and it's like thankful that they're here um, and they're getting along, uh, so much better than I thought they would. I mean, there was, there, I don't see clicks. I don't see like, oh, this group's over here or that group's over there. And you kind of see that with the junior teams, like, oh, this, like these five kids or these five people here or here, but they're all different people at the table eating together at different times. It's not the same group of people all the time. Um, I think it's, it's a great group. It's the greatest group I've ever seen. And maybe I'm just kind of like, you know, just because I'm here, you know, it's like, I'm excited to be here, but I I'm also observing though. And I, I think the, this group of people is really 
taking care of each other and there's nobody that's that's selfish at all and it's not all about them it's that they are supportive they ask each other you know how'd your practice go uh, you know how'd you do and how are you doing today and it's just all it, good stuff and just you couldn't ask for any nicer people so getting a little emotional over here that was, that was a beautiful <laughs> description um and then it's just it's 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 honestly it's what you see i mean even all the coaches the same way it's like there's so much respect for everybody here it's and i guess you have to think about it what everybody's gone through to get here and you have to kind of give them that it's like you know what you know it doesn't matter you're here and you belong here and and we're all going to make sure that we we show them we belong here so last question we're down to about three and a half minutes but um on that (laughs) on that note uh has it have you have you been able to process yourself as the head coach of the sandpipers that you know the the three of your athletes made the team and then a fourth and bowen becker who is an alumni of your program um have have you been able to process that just as as the head coach of a club that, that that four of your athletes are now olympians for life I don't think so. Um, but it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the expectation that that's, that's the direction that we were always going. As soon as we're always going in that direction to, to put people on the Olympic team. Now that I think it was going to happen, uh, with Bella and Katie right this year, it's like, not that I, we, I knew we had a chance. Um, but I didn't want to put it in a situation where like, you should make the Olympic team. We have a chance to make an Olympic team. Erica was in that position where like, yeah, she should make the Olympic team. Like with barring anything going wrong, you know, she should have made the Olympic team. So that, that kind of was an ex- expectation and it would have been a failure if she didn't as, on my part as a coach is like, man, you know, besides the uncontrollables and there's certain things that someone swims a lot faster than you think. And I'm like, okay, you know, good job to you. you great job. And like, wow. I wouldn't expect that. And, that was a lot faster than we could go right now. And that's why we didn't make it. But, um, you know, Bella had, we had expectations of her just trying to get her qualified for the 200 free. Cause I thought that that was the, the best window to get her on an Olympic team was through the 800 free relay because you get those six spots. So that was there. And then Katie's kind of came in a little late where, um, she was going through her growth spurts and stuff and we weren't sure how she was going to, you know, land her plane going into to the Olympic trials and put everything together. But about two, three weeks before we thought for sure she had a good chance to make the 4 a.m. Uh, because her breaststroke started coming around. She started dropping, she dropped about four seconds in her breaststroke uh, that she could take off at her 4 a.m. Like, wow, we get two more out of that shaved and tapered. She might put herself right there at the finish where everybody was. And that's, you know, might take a 434 to make the team. I always took a 33. Uh, but she got too nervous and she didn't make it to the finals and um, spun out her strokes. And so she, she kind of worked through things. And then all of a sudden we saw that mile where she brought that 400 home and like 411 or the 1500 home and a 411 and last 400. I'm like, well, you know, Hey, it, it's probably going to take right around, you know, an 820 to make the Olympic team. So didn't say it was going to be, be 820 to make the Olympic team. I, I just said, you got to put yourself in a race. And knowing in my head, it's like that race has got to get her out fast enough to bring that 411 back again and give her a chance. I said, just stay close enough to the rest of the field. And when you've got 411 coming, get going. 
but it worked out really well for her because she was next to Allie McHugh and, and Allie was the, the girl you could count on to just pick it up at the right time. Allie made her move a little bit earlier than normal. So she moved right after the 200. And I think that just got Katie going a little bit earlier than, than, uh, than she normally does and just put her in the right spot. And so it's just Allie's McHugh was kind of like the, the one that, that I just told Katie, I said, Katie, she sums the race, just like you should swim the race. You can learn like those cues that she has when she starts to move and starts to build her race is perfect for, for Katie Grimes to kind of build into it. And then that just put her on the team. And then, um, and of course, Bo, you know, it just, uh, the guy's just tough as nails and he's he got a chip on his shoulder. Like that kid, no one would recruit him out of high school. Um, I had guys coming in looking at, at Bo and, and, uh, where are they coming to look for Aaron and Logan who were, you know, top recruits at the time at the same class. And I said, this guy over here is, he looks like Lezak when he's swimming. I mean, it's just, he's skinny and he's tall and he's weak right now. He's not big and strong yet. I said, this guy gets his man size on and it gets a wedge. Like we did in Vegas, we didn't have blocks with wedges. So he's close to going, or he was going 20.53 and like 45, 44 in his hunter freeze and 139 is 200 free. Uh, but he's just still, it was still like, he wasn't fully grown yet. And I was like, this, you know, this guy's bigger than I am. And he's going to put some weight on. He's going to get big. And the only person that took a shot at that was Kelly Kramer over at uh, Minnesota. And it worked out really well for him there. And then COVID hit and he quit. Bo was sent, sent me an email. He's like, Hey, I just, you know, I, I can't do this. And I think I'm done and I don't know what to do. And I just want to let you know I quit. And I'm like, okay, you know, just let me know if, if he was in Tahoe at the time. I said, let me know if you need any help and try to get him back in the water. Um, but he, he found some water. He was waiting on tables. And then the ISL called him. And he said, the Australians can't come. We've got a spot open. He goes, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to use it to get myself in shape. And so he goes and does ISL, gets in shape, comes back. And he's like, I need to find a place to train. So he's in it. He's like, figuring out all these places to go. And he goes, I think I'm just going back to Minnesota. I'll work with Kelly and get me there. And he just, and him and Kelly did a great job to get him ready. And I'm so happy for Bo to be able to do what he did. You know, it's just, it, and just kind of continue the Sandpiper's legacy of being able to put people in, in position to continue to get better in the sport and still have the Olympic dream of, of going on to the Olympic games or going to the Olympic trials and, and doing well. And that's what we try to do the most is, is put those kids in that position. And as far as being the head coach of this team and what we've done, all, all I'm trying to do is, is like, how do I top this? You know, it's like, how do I make sure that this continues to happen? I think that's the same thing I said to myself though, when Cody made the Olympic team in 16, it was kind of like a validation point of like, we finally got someone in the program that kind of progressed through and continued to do what he was doing. And it showed the whole rest of the team that, that it's possible. And because of what Cody did, it, I think it gave strength to Katie and Bella and Erica and Bo to, to, to not look at like, Oh, well, you know, we're not those guys, but now this, the team has this energy of understanding that if they do the work and if they follow the coach's instructions and, and listen to us, they have a really good chance of getting there. And um, I think that's just going to build momentum. I and mean, I think any program in the country that has 
had an Olympian come through their program, I think they've seen that where it's like, all of a sudden now you pick up a couple more who, you know, that the kids will listen a little bit more They'll be like, Oh, well, maybe he is right. You know, and instead of like them thinking that everyone else outside of our program or other programs know better, it's like, we've been doing it for a while and just, you know, it's, we may know, I'm not saying we know what we're doing, but we're always constantly learning and, but we have a pretty good path and we've been practicing that for a while. And I think it's working out for them pretty well. So I don't think you can argue with, with, with four <laughs> Olympians, but it also, just from hearing you talk, I mean, mm-hmm. you have a plan. And like you said, it seems like you've practiced it a lot. You're always learning. You're always looking for ways to change that plan, but it's like you, or you, you've really thought about this a lot and, uh, and it shows and, it, and it's, that's, it's great to hear. And it's great to hear your wisdom imparted on us. Yeah. And it's not just me. I mean, that's, I, I'm lucky enough that I've been working with most people on my staff have been with me for a long time. I mean, it's, we're talking about people with 10 plus years that just have never left us, you know, and it's sitting down with coaches and talking like I'm talking with you right now is like, these are the things that, that we're really good at. And then these are the things that we're not, and we're getting beat here. Let's make sure this is part of the next thing that we're working on or adding to our toolbox. And, um, it, it takes a, takes a village, you know, if I've got to have good assistant coaches and people that believe in what I'm doing, I can't have, you know, an assistant coach saying, oh, well, you know, Ron's just going to kill your kid. He's going to crush you. And, and, you know, you're not going to go any faster. And like, I don't coach anybody that can't do what, what we do. And, and I won't put a kid through that unless, you know, um, not, not unless it's like, I won't, I won't put him through that. And, if they're capable of doing it, they do it. And I've changed our program. Cody Miller could never do anything over 65,000 yards a week. Uh, anytime he got above that, he was horrible. So he never did. I was like, I, I went to 70 with him and it was a bad area. And I was like, we're never doing that again. We're not making you do that again. And, and Ray even found that out when Ray coached. I was like, anytime he got too high with Cody, his strokes would fall apart. And so each time there's a different kid, I mean, Aaron and Logan – they could go hundred K weeks and it was easy, but Erica, anything over 75 K it's like pretty shaky area. She starts to beat up too much. And so we come down from there. And so I think the same thing with like a Katie Grimes, I kind of see her the same way. She kind of gets a little bit up in volume a little bit and she starts having some recovery problems. And so I don't, I try not to try to push her that hard. Um, but Bella's amazing. She could do anything I ask her to do. And I'm like, wow, this girl's like, like, what event are we going to swim? You know, it's kind of like, that's okay. So so you're you're like walking into the next season. I'm like, okay, you know, where you could put her almost anywhere. She's just, she's just that team player. Like, okay, well maybe it's not the 200 free this time. Maybe it's going to be the 400 free or it's going to be the, I was talking to, Matt Barbini today, I said, that girl, it's good. she's going to have pretty good 200 fly too. It's just the, the timing of the event and when it lays out, it's like, can, you know, can we get her into 200 fly where she can use her double O and then use her 800 background and really come in or close that 200 fly like she probably can. So it's just, a, it's the layout of the events and, and who's swimming them, right? It's like, okay, well, if you've got two people already at 205, 200 fly, I'm like, well, that's kind of reach, right? So let's, 
let's move over to this one and kind of put ourselves in this position. And I, I think you may see someone like her have s- several different options to, uh, to, to pick and choose what event she might target the next time around. So, yeah. Well, that's certainly exciting as a fan. And I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see how these sandpipers compete in a couple weeks and certainly down the road with, with, uh, with a, a lot of bright futures seemingly ahead. Um, Ron, it, it was such a pleasure sitting down and, and talking with you, getting your perspective from Olympic training camp, from being the head coach of Sandpipers. I, I would love to have you back on, but thank you again for taking the time to sit down and chat today. Hey, no worries. It was great to have you. And, uh, I, you know, I look forward to this. I mean, we, we talked the other night and, uh, I'm glad you were able to set it up and I'm glad we were able to make it work because I, I was, yeah, today was like really tight and trying to schedule something. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to miss this one. I'm going to hold this one for you. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. No problem. You've been listening to the swim swim podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take swim swim podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.